Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Derhage. Hi everyone, it's uh, Roxanne Durhage. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, this week I have um, a special person, uh, someone that I've actually uh, used as a practitioner in, in, in um, lots of different uh, ways from a holistic perspective. This is uh, Tammy Riggs. So Tammy, thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I often try to, um, on my show, um, you know, showcase things uh, related to obviously physical and mental health. Yes. And, um, you know, Tammy's background is quite fascinating. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her background and her business is called Spiritually in Tune. And her, you know, her training is quite diverse, um, uh, starting off, um, you know, in the field with, uh, as an RMT and then going on to have different specialties. So I'm going to have Tammy tell you a little bit more. And then we're going to talk a lot about um, uh, kind of blocked emotions and what kind of things we need to kind of understand from a holistic perspective and treatment applications. So Tammy, tell everyone a little bit about you and kind of your path and why you, why you kind of made this choice to, to come um, into this field. Well, I mean, I've always had um, a, a strong connection to holistic health care growing up where I did. Um, my mother having a Native background, uh, that kind of is where it really started for me. Um, and then it kicked it up a notch when I went through my own health issues. I went through cancer. Um, I've been through multiple other things from organ prolapse to other stuff. And I mean, that happened later on, but it really geared me into wanting to look into the body and um, what I can do to better myself and control what was happening essentially. And that actually led me into massage therapy. Um, and that's when I fell in love with the body completely as a whole, getting into anatomy and physiology and the orthopedic assessments and, and seeing all these different correlations that we store within us. Um, but from my massage therapy aspect, um, after I was finished with that, I, I went into reflexology um, and I was actually piggybacking a lot of programs at that point. So I was doing my reflexology. Um, I had also done a cadaver um, program through Western University. Um, I've done aroma touch as well and aromatherapy programs. Um, I then furthered into um, uh, Yusui Reiki. Um, then I had the uh, wonderful opportunity of meeting a beautiful woman uh, named Yvonne who was um, Japanese and she was traditionally Komio Reiki Kai. Uh, Reiki. So then I actually spent four years learning that um, and furthering my studies into more the metaphysical, the more energetical side of the body. Um, and then from there, I started to move forward um, into my, my medical Qigong. Um, and now I'm, I'm about to finish my master's in that as well. And uh, as well as my biofeedback. Um, so it's been, it's been quite an interesting journey, a lot of different schools, a lot of beautiful teachers, a lot of beautiful people, and I've been quite blessed um, to learn all of the knowledge that I have. And I've been fortunate enough that um, none of it was a weekend program. It's been my life journey. And it's ultimately changed every which way I look at the human body and at the being itself now, as well as the soul. 
So let's 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 talk about emotion, right? So obviously you're in you're in tune, and we're kind of working with the body, you know, initially with massage. And I I know in talking to massage therapists or even osteopaths or different people that work with the body, they say that when you touch the body, you can actually um, experience emotions. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. I find that, that quite fascinating, not knowing enough about it. And I know oftentimes people will talk a lot about uh, emotions and how trauma traps emotions in the, in, in the body. So yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's so much deeper, um, even than just the trapping of the trauma. Um, essentially we, we hold, um, six gig of inf- six gigabytes of information per second, um, stored in 1.7 trillion cells in the body from the time that we're born and conceived. So it really does go extensively deep. Um, but without going there just yet, um, from the moment that I was a kid, I've always um, been energetically in tune and I've been gifted enough to be so um, and be open to that and have a mother that was extremely open to that and guiding me. Um, so putting my hands down on people, I think the best way that I can put it is initially the moment that I put my hands down on people, it's almost like a slight tingle that goes up the fingertips and then you feel it traveling up the whole entire arm, almost up into your chest. And then it's like the moment that it hits the heart, your mind gets these images uh, of an emotion, of a feeling, or you actually feel it yourself. Um, it's taken me many years, but I don't absorb anybody's emotions anymore um, because you can. And um, especially if they're going through a lot of traumatic things um, that they're unaware of and they can be projecting it. But without that being said, um, yeah, it, it's a vibration. Mm-hmm. It's a vibration that you feel. And um, I, I know it's not just me. I know it's many, many workers like me. And I, I'm sure that's why we all get into this field because we all have the ability to, the moment that we lay our hands down, we can resonate with you in a way. And we can almost like bring ourselves into that emotional state of where you are. And it allows us to, to feel. And then further what our treatment is, um, not only spiritually, but physically. So, so let's, let's go right to the big guy, because I think yeah, you know, most true. people have been through Reiki. I yeah. would assume most people have tried reflexology, which again, all is, um, really every tough. one of them ties in every right. one of them. Absolutely. Ties in. But I think the one that I, 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 and I've tried and I've done it and I continue to do it with Tammy. Um, uh, and I, I'm going to give you an example. And this is a funny one. She probably doesn't even remember this. So I go for <laughs> a treatment and, um, that morning I was flossing my teeth. And uh, I, I was flossing and, and it was a little, you know, there was a little bit of blood, you know, I don't know if you get that once in a while. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So, you know, okay. I thought, oh Jesus, you know, I've got to get to the dentist, whatever, whatever, not, not thinking about it. And I think I have a treatment with Tammy, maybe that day or a day or two later. And then I go and, and we're, you know, running, you know, um, through the machine to kind of see how my body's doing. And we had done some before and we were kind of seeing how I was gauging and then we started to talk a bit just about what we should see. And she said to me, and I thought, this is really freaky. Your, your, your gums are, have been bloody. I'm like, what? And I, and I said, yeah. I said, well, how did you know that? She said, and you had said to me that the machine was showing you that, that there yeah. was some, something in my gums and that it was actually bleeding. And I was blown away. Yes. And, you know, at that point, I thought, okay, let's, let's, let's uh, talk about this because I'm experiencing it and I know what it's done for me. So Tammy, let's talk, let's talk about 
how the bio, what the concept of biofeedback is about? Um, well, I mean, the, the, the life system, the life biofeedback system to be specific, um, because there is many systems out there, um, but not all of them are FDA approved and not all of them are recognized. Some of them are just, um, just personal stress reducers um, for in-home use and such. Um, but uh, the life system is designed to aid in the reduction of stress and muscle relaxation. I mean, it does go much further than that by reading the stress frequencies that the body is giving out. Because um, during your first initial interview, um, I go through doing an overall, which is taking in about 7,000 frequencies and putting them into 39 different categories of the body. Now, this can be anywhere from allergens to respiratory to digestive to spinal, so on and so forth. Um, but it allows me to see the, the quantum stress levels in the body that, may, that are subtle, that are so subtle that we may not even be noticing them at this point. And sometimes it'll take it to the level of, like you were just saying, it took it so long um, that your gums were bleeding. Now, maybe if I had seen you prior to that, I might've been able to pick up that stress frequency in the body and said, uh, we have something that we're looking at here. You know, it's nothing serious ever because they are just stress frequencies. Stress frequencies can be rectified. Um, you know, especially with not only work of a proper holistic health practitioner, but also the work of your, your at home care. Um, so with that being said, you know, being able to pick up those stress frequencies in the body to see what's starting to happen, what's starting to come and everything essentially comes from stress. We know this, whether it's Western medicine, Eastern medicine, uh, you know, holistic medicine, metaphysical, however you want to go about it. We all know that everything comes from stress. You know, that's why we have been trying to combat that since the beginning of time. You know, apple a day keeps the doctor away kind of thing, right? Um, you so, know, maybe, so the machine, when you come with yes. comes, you kind yes. of put them on the system and then you're, you're kind of looking for the stressors then that the body is showing you at that time. Is that what you're yes. looking for? Okay. Yes, I'm looking for the stressors that the body is showing me at this time, stressors that the body has been holding on to for long periods of time, because I do have a program in my, my machine that is a neuroemotional program, um, and that will show me um, conflict stresses in your life, it will show me relationship stressors in your life, it will show me even um, conception stressors from the time that you were conceived as, as the time you were growing up, and, up until now. I mean, it can even show me um, predictive, preventative that if you keep on a certain path of these stresses, that this is, this, this is the outcome of it, you know? So that's where we can be a lot more preventative and focusing on the type of stress that you're experiencing to alleviate it, to alleviate the possibility of a dis-ease in the body, you know? Um, but it, 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 we, all, we have to find where those stressors are first. Um, sometimes it happens right off the hop. Sometimes we need to look through the acute to the subacute to the chronic and see what's been going on for long periods of time. Um, that is now taking an effect and a toll on the body. I mean, like we even know, go ahead. So let's, let's talk. Okay. So you, you do the assessment and mm -hmm. uh, basically what you're, you know, just to, for anybody listening, you lay on like a massage table and then there is um, things that she puts on your uh, wrists and on your legs. Yes, you and, have. Um, you know. So what I'm doing is um, I, I'm putting, um, I'm literally using, I, I can pretty much show you them. So yeah. everybody kind of has an idea yeah. here. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm just putting little electronodes, like, uh, like what 
you would wear almost getting like an ECG, except this one wraps around your head. Then you have ones that wrap around the wrist, ones that wrap around um, the ankles. So I'm monitoring all of the, um, all of the subtle energies and frequencies coming out of the body via those sensory areas. Um, so what I'm looking for is it records the subtle stress potentials. Um, it allows the flow or the blockage of information that reflects a, uh, a profound system of communication to demonstrate and show me that interface so that I can start kind of working through that with you. So example, let's say you came in for a biofeedback session. The first acute thing to show up was um, relationship conflicts, trauma, abuse, emotional detachment. These are things that I would bring up to you and say, are you aware for one? Because some, some people are, some people are not. Um, not everybody's aware of what they're afraid of until they start to discuss it and unfold it. Um, the human body is like an onion. It has multiple, multiple layers and we have multiple, multiple years to hide those stressors. So sometimes people that are aware, we can start working through it a lot quicker and I can start talking about um, where these frequencies come from. And we can actually start rectifying them, not only via the machine, um, but via yourself as well, because you start to recognize where you're in denial, where you're in stress, where you're in pain, where you're in trauma, and you start to express it. And that's just another format uh, assisting the biofeedback and what it does in helping you to alleviate, alleviate that frequency. So when you, when you do that, you find it out, the body shows you that, and I know, so what happens next? Well, um, it evaluates the responses and then it challenges the individual with the information by feeding it back into the client. Okay, okay. So not only do I take that information from you via multiple frequencies, but I also take those frequencies and I feed them back in to you. Okay. So um, after I'm done feeding that back into the client, the client uses the information to self-regulate and redefine areas of stress and muscle tension in the body or any other areas. Any so type how, of how, how do you do that? Because um, just, just because, okay, let's say you give them a prognosis. You say it's a relationship problem. You, sh you share that with them. The machine yes. is showing in particular areas of the body that, that that's the stress. Yes. And then what does the machine do? So, well, what I'm doing essentially is like the five point, five point harnesses um, contain eight LED light emitting diodes. Um, so, and they provide a full spectrum of color, um, which is used to assist in the release of stress tension and as well as the essential release of muscle relaxation. Okay. Um, so I'm actually using light frequency to retain information and then re-admit information back. So it's almost like smoothing the frequency out in a nice way to say it, I guess. <laughs> so All I right. take the stress frequency and then I smooth it out and I reintroduce it back into the body so that your body looks at it in a different way and it can redefine it. So instead of looking at it like it's harmful, it's now looking at it almost like it's, it's more beneficial and the body can alleviate it much easier instead of fixating upon it and creating a further frequency into maybe an organ or, or somewhere else in the body. So do you direct the machine? Does the, the, does the machine into it? Now the machine, the machine, actually it's you that directs me, um, okay. which is the interesting thing. So, I mean, this is not something that I just get to sit there and play around or, or play God or anything like that. Um, the machine shows me what is going on 
quantumly um, with you and energetically. And then the machine guides me into what you need. So um, if you only need the neuroemotional program, that will actually show up on there and gear me towards the neuroemotional area for you so that that's where we're focusing our treatment because that's where you need rectification. Um, if you needed the CellCom program where you've been storing so much in the body at this point that you're actually starting to affect organs, um, then we can go into the CellCom program and start working through the, the vibrations and rectify the vibrations individually into each of those organs to remove those stress frequencies. Interesting. So based on what you find, that protocol gets adapted into the machine or you put it into each the individual. Machine. Right. And then let's say it's, you know, hey, um, the person's having problems sleeping. There's a protocol that would probably yeah. go towards it. So how long? Like, and, it, and it actually shows that stuff. I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that we're, we're a lot of the stress that we're developing. I mean, aside from the societal and all of the other stuff that is placed in front of us that we have to deal with. But a lot of the other stuff is coming from the lack of self-care. Okay. Um, you know, not putting in the, the proper sleep time, not putting in the proper dietary time, not putting in, you know, the proper self-love time. Mm -hmm. And, and then without that, we seem to stress more because <laughs> we're not taking care of ourselves. And then we bury that until it, it erodes and we have to do something drastic, unfortunately. Um, you know, but that, that seems to be, um, a pattern that I see a lot of. So on average, and I know this might be, this is a hard question. How how often, let's say someone comes, maybe they don't have a lot of back history. They, mm -hmm. you know, you know, maybe it's just present stress. Maybe it's a stress at work, whatever. Um, how long does this treat, how long, or what's the average amount of sessioncy that someone would have with the biofeedback? Well, I mean, that it is a hard question to ask because it is based upon the individual. Right. Um, you know, it, like you said, if it's not somebody who has a whole lot of issues going on, um, you know, just the standard kind of day-to-day life stress, maybe, um, you know, the more simplistic or simplistic things. I mean, no stress is simplistic, but what they would consider, um, most of the time their sessions are anywhere from like four to six sessions. And then I see a lot of change, a lot of drastic change. And most of the time the people just start, it's almost like getting a lot of clarity given to you because you've been so bombarded here for so long that you're not even reading your own frequencies properly. So it's almost like you get a lot of clarity in the sense of where you need to go, what you need to start doing. And also you start getting that vibration happening in the body for it to start to happen. So People with a little, little amount, I mean, anywhere from four to six sessions. People who have been through um, severe um, trauma, anywhere from six and up. Right. I mean, and, and, and it really all depends on how much work that person really wants to put into themselves. Right. I mean, the machine is FDA approved. It's a U2, M2 class license. We've done double blind, triple blind um, studies on this. We know 100% that it works. Um, but at the same time, it can't be... a just a band-aid mm -hmm. you know we can we can smooth out these frequencies we can rectify a lot of things we can work through a lot of beautiful stuff but at the same time that that comes back to that self-care and um that self health care and being preventative and not going back into the same mode not going back into a cycle again and and fully moving forward and not just utilizing it as a fix me up when you can't take it 
So can you walk through me, me through maybe a scenario, an actual uh, scenario you've worked through? Ah, so um, yeah, recently um, I've just started working with a gentleman. Um, I won't give away too much information. Sure, uh, I, I but, get it. Just, just make it general. You could change yeah. things up, but just the process so people might be able to understand it. Um, well, this, um, this gentleman, he, he came to see me and, uh, he's had a couple of sessions. He's had two sessions now. Um, the first session we spent a lot of time, um, really just looking into everything and seeing what information we needed to gather for him. Um, and, um, by a second session he had came in and he, and he hadn't cried and I, I'm a, I'm an intuitive person. Um, I just... I don't know how to explain it, but I get feelings mm -hmm. in the moments of things. It's like I get guided to say or to reach out a certain way. Um, and that's what happened during the session. And the biofeedback um, actually found that he had went through a massive trauma um, when he was a child. And um, he hadn't cried in 30 years. Mm. And me even just bringing that up allowed him to start releasing and then it allowed him to start talking and then it allowed him to start healing essentially because he hadn't wanted um he didn't have um actual memory of anything and he hadn't wanted to even find out um but he had emotional memory there mm. and um he he knows so we were able to discuss things he knows but me being able to bring that to the surface and the biofeedback finding it and seeing that he had went through that trauma at a young age it brought it to a surface so i was able to address this with him and then help coach him through the release um and through the repair mm -hmm. so it's been quite beautiful then I've, I've had other people who have had um allergies that are bothering them and they can't figure out why and they have a they have a frequency that seems to not react with certain pollens, but yet it doesn't show up on an allergy test. Yet mm. these people are extremely bothered. Um, and I've been able to find those allergens and start rectifying those frequencies through their body. And they've actually noticed that their sinuses have cleared. Um, they're not draining post-nasally as much anymore. Um, I've also worked through um, certain womb traumas uh, with women, with rape. Um, mm. I've had some women who have went through some very traumatic things and they didn't understand why they were having so many health difficulties um, in their reproductive area or with their bladder or with anything in, in that area at all. And um, the biofeedback was able to find a frequency um, connecting that trauma that they were still holding on to and that they had actually like placed it in there and held on to it with ownership. Um, and with, by doing that, it, it can manifest in multiple different ways. And it was. And by working with the biofeedback and finding these frequencies and being able to work with the people and the machine and rectify it, there's been great success. There's been great healings. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm just on my knees to be able to, like, to be a part of it. You know, uh, even the simple things I, I've worked with children, um, you know, who are, who are struggling emotionally and they just don't know why. They have anger. They have, you know, just sheer hatred going on and can't figure it out and i've been able to find the frequencies that were disrupting them and disturbing them and work through them and rectify those and get them back on the right path as well um so it's it's done a lot it's definitely done a lot of things it's, it's quite fascinating and uh when i it is well and it's it's one of those things i think you know and i you know me i'm a analytical person in yes. my way and um so there's no words to put to it other than you do I remember the first two times I went, I fell asleep. 
those times because I think my uh, stress level was so high. And then after that, it just became, um, you know, whatever the machine was doing, I was like, okay, let's just let it do its thing. And yeah. the, mar the markers and some of the things that I was experiencing had dramatically dropped since I'd uh, seen uh, Tammy a couple of times. So really let's, let's look at the lens that of emotion and let's talk a little bit about medical Qigong. Yes. And a little bit about the hot stone stuff and massage. So just let's kind of talk about what you know and how you, you know, with, with, with touching the body. Yes. You say intuitively we had messages that tells you, but what kind of things from, um, you know, medical Qigong, for instance, you know, how, how does it kind of assist to clear emotions that are blocked? Well, um, medical Qigong, it, it it is a practice of rebalancing and uh, restabilizing the internal chi of the system of your whole entire body system. Um, so, uh, I mean, for me, I, I've been going through this for a little while now, and it, it is it is another journey um, that I'm honored to be a part of because it reestablishes the heavenly and the earthly chi. It it allows any form of blockage or stagnation in the internal chi to start to flow again and start to rebalance itself. Um, an internal chi is what? Internal chi is your internal energy. Okay. It is okay. everything that, it is your internal light. It makes it all pump. It, it gives uh, your, your body vibration and life and essence. So when, when people come to you for medical Qigong, for instance. Yes. Um, and are they aware of the blockages sometimes? Or no, no. Um, a lot of people, and this is, this is what's a very interesting thing is that a lot of people know that they're feeling heavy. Um, a lot of people can point to areas that are, are painful, um, maybe inflamed, maybe it's cold, maybe, you know, it feels bruised. It all depends on the person. But I mean, a lot of people are able to come in and say, well, I feel heavy and I feel stressed and I feel tired and I'm wore out and completely exhausted and my legs are heavy and I just, you know, I'm not sleeping good at night. And these are all the things that people can, can bring to me, which is a symptom of a, of a sign, right? Like, so these are now all the things that they're, they're suffering from, but where does it originate from? And within the body, which what's very interesting, I mean, even just looking at this, the spinous process, the cervical spine, the thoracic spine, the lumbar spine, in the, your cervical spine alone, um, within your C1, if your C1 is compressed, um, if it's displaced, if a facet is disturbed, um, you actually have fear, you have confusion, you have a fear of wanting to run away from life, you have a feeling of not being good enough. And that's the top half, right? And that's, that's just the top half. Yeah, that's just the top half. Up into here is the C1. Okay, okay, okay. And so that is just, that's just that area being compressed. Now, getting into it even further, um, you know, each, each um, spinal segment holds an emotion. Um, also, each organ holds an emotion. And after storing things for so long, that's when we start to finally feel things. It doesn't just happen overnight that, oh, I was stressed for a couple of days and now my whole entire body is in pain and I'm, I'm suffering. No, that's normally like 20 years of buildup. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's normally, you know, um, time 
of, of, of emotional turmoil or, or verbal or mental or physical, whichever form it comes in. Yep, but yep. each area, like I was saying in the beginning, is from the time that we are conceived, our body is storing six gigabytes of information, which is six hours of information per second per cell that is developing. Mm -hmm. So not only are we only storing trauma, even from the time that we're young, because I mean, our mothers could have been suffering trauma while we were in utero. We may not have that, that exact trauma, but we do have a stored emotional response to that. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's very interesting is that a lot of this stuff is happening right from birth. You know, before we even have the opportunity to decide how we're feeling, we already have feelings placed upon us. So what the medical jigong then, so mm -hmm. what you know from the body, and I'm going to assume this and you tell me, because I'm often quite incorrect, uh, things, no, you're, you're fine. things get housed based on the blockages that are existing well, in, in, that, into the organs or the different parts of the, the, the uh, spinal system. What yeah. does, what, how, what, how does medical jigong help? Well, what it does is it allows you to start opening up the flow of chi to that area. So, I mean, we do have um, specific prescriptions that we can give out to the patient um, pertaining to what their, their issues are um, or what their stressors are or what the problems are in their internal systems. Like, let's say, you know, uh, if we're talking about the liver, which a lot of people have liver issues um, because of what we do day to day. But look, if we're talking about the liver, it emotionally holds compassion. But if it's been emotionally affected, it will also hold anger and resentment. After long periods of time um, of storing anger and resentment, um, we start to show a lot of those symptoms again. But the medical Qigong, um, we have certain prescriptions, we have certain practices, uh, we have certain exercises that you do that allow the internal system and the internal chi to open up, and we can gear directly towards that organ via a specific meridian channel, um, you know, or whatever system we need to use for that person. So what, it, would it really some, is, what would be some of the symptoms of anger in the liver? How would that, how would that show for someone? Um, well, anger in the liver, I mean, that could come out as um, being extremely aggressive towards others all the time. Okay. Um, feeling as if you are never wrong. Okay. Like no one can ever tell you that you're wrong. There's never a possibility of that. And when someone does, you, you become quite agitated by it. Um, you know, it can show in, in, like I was saying, resentment as well. Not just with anger. There's multiple emotions that are attached to anger. Um, and the liver, because it is the scriber and it holds all of these stories, um, it holds all of that. So it, in developing the resentment, um, you could start to act improperly towards your spouse, your partner, your children, maybe. You're resentful towards the fact that you have to do your day-to-day -day work, maybe. Um, you know, and that can, that can indicate a liver dysfunction there. And, that phys and physiologically, how might it, how might it show? Would it Physiologically, I mean, if you start having symptoms of liver issues, okay. <laughs> um, you know, discoloration in the skin and the eyes and the fingernails can show up, okay. um, you know, and then it can further from there. You could also notice that your hair um, is a lot more brittle. Okay. Um, thing, like the very simple things, you know, these are just little things and it does go much deeper. 
Um, it would take me hours to go through all of this with you. Uh, not that I wouldn't, but yeah. Um, yeah, you might just start noticing things like that. You might also start noticing that around the tongue, um, you have ridges, like indents. It's almost like as if you're biting on the tongue, but you're not. And that can ind indicate a um, liver gallbladder imbalance in the tongue when you have ridges around the side of the tongue <laughs> but yeah when you have the ridges around the side coming out to the front that is all liver and gallbladder channel in the mouth so that can also give you a good indication that there's a liver dysfunction going on but if you find yourself getting up every single day feeling yourself hateful towards happening to get out of bed and go to work angry towards the people that you see on the street feeling road rage while you're driving you know these are all indications that you're storing anger but where did the anger come from? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we don't just get angry. You right. know, that's, that's the, almost kind of like the last emotion. Because I think, you know, the average person could relate, probably relate to some of those symptoms, right? So I think yes. looking at it from that perspective, I may not realize that maybe I'm in, if, I, if I'm in my internal world, I may not recognize that I'm being as aggressive as I'm being potentially, but I might recognize that my hair is a bit more brittle or yeah. I might, you know, realize that, like you said, blotchy eyes or whatever. So I think yeah. those are important because what happens oftentimes is that people, they listen to the physical symptoms, but the psychological, um, you know, thoughts and the emotions are often things that they're easy to bat away. Yes. But until, it's, until things actually somaticize in the body, that, that's yes. oftentimes people start to wake up and say, whoa, I've got to do something. Would you agree with that when the people come to see you? A hundred percent. I would agree with that a hundred percent. Most of the time, like I said, a lot of people aren't, um, we're not taught this. And this, this is a big problem is that we're not taught that, oh, my, my vision gets blurry and uh, there's nothing wrong with my eyes. Well, yeah. what could that mean? Right. Nobody says, oh, well, that could mean your liver is not doing so well and that, you know, you maybe need to detoxify or you maybe need to work through emotional turmoil or whichever way it is. But nobody ever says that. Nobody ever says to you, oh, you have heartburn, even though they call it heartburn, right? Nobody says, oh, you have heartburn. That must mean you have heart fire. And if you have heart fire, that means you're having an emotional imbalance in your joy, <laughs> you know, but nobody says this stuff to us. Nobody teaches us these little things. We just get told, oh, acid reflux and heartburn, take some Tums. Right, right, absolutely. Nobody absolutely. says, are you okay? Right, right. Nobody goes, well, wait a minute. How what are you feeling lately, you know? Right. Not just what are you eating. The, all, of the, all of these modalities come together as one. You so know, looking, and I think- Looking, at the, looking at the person holistically at, mm -hmm. overall versus kind of just only on the one symptom that's potentially- put a bandaid on the one symptom. It's really looking at the person overall and kind of figuring out what strategy is best for them and to kind of go a little bit deeper. A hundred percent. Each person's trauma is relative to them. Right. And each person needs something individually. Uh, you know, I mean, one person, and I think I've said this to you before, um, you could flick somebody and one person might see that as, oh, you flicked me. That, that just broke my heart. You know, and another person might laugh and go, ha ha, I'm going to flick you back. Right, right. Absolutely. Right there is the individuality. But to each person, it's relative. You know, so I mean, it really is looking at the whole system. It's not just going, okay, I see, I see an, a liver imbalance. It's going, okay, I see a liver imbalance. How's your emotional life? How's your nutritional life? How's your, you know, active, active life? Mm -hmm. 
you know, it, it really, you have to take the whole body into consideration. That's, that's that mind body, you know, unity. It has to be a whole thing, or we find that we're separating too much and we're only treating individual things at that point. And then we may not see as much success. I mm. see greater success with my patients um, working with all of the modalities that I have gained along with the biofeedback than I do just working individually with one thing over another. Now, mind you, lately I've been working with just the biofeedback over a lot of other things and I've seen great success. Right. Um, I cannot deny what has happened in front of my eyes. I mean, some of it I'm even shocked at myself, <laughs> you know, um, along with my intuition with people as it continues to gain, as I continue to grow. Uh, you know, it's quite shocking. And mm -hmm. I've realized recently that um, we need to be paying attention to the energetic body. Um, because the energetic body really does play a huge role with the physical body. And if we're not treating the energetic system well, we don't seem to treat our physical system well because we suffer from it, because we start to lack that energy. And it sure. starts to shut down. And, and that's, where, that's where the disease comes, disease of the body comes yeah. from. Now, oh, Tammy, yeah. I, I, Tammy, I know we could probably go on and on, but what, yeah. I, want, what I want people to know is, Tell them where, you know, if, do you have any last words of wisdom for somebody maybe that's struggling um, and you, let's say they, they know um, they're having some physical symptoms, what kind of things they might, you know, a couple of first steps, and then we can talk about where people can get a hold of you if they wanted to talk to you because she's located here in, in uh, the Niagara region. Um, but we could also talk about, uh, you know, she could direct you to other resources for people that could offer different services if, if you're not geographically located where we are. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, last words are, I've lived a lot and I know how scary it can be, but once you see yourself, you'll realize how beautiful you really are, mm -hmm. you know, and then you don't forget that. Mm -hmm. You don't forget that once you see yourself and it doesn't matter where you are, um, you can come out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, there is help. You just got to reach out. And I know that I'm definitely one of the people that always reaches back. Um, it doesn't matter what the state. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'd leave that. And um, to let people know that it's okay to love yourself. And it's okay to forgive yourself. And it's safe. It's safe. Your inner peace is safe. Mm-hmm. So, um, and on a side note, yeah, I am located in Niagara Falls. Um, I'm located um, just off of Dorchester Road at 7361 Mountjoy Court. Um, my webpage is spirituallyintune.ca. Um, that's where you can find all my information if you want to reach out to me and contact me. Um, if you have any questions or anything, I have no problem answering. Um, if you're just looking for some insight, not an issue. If you're looking to book an appointment, I can't wait to work with you. So. Yeah. Awesome. So, so thank you, Tammy. This has been amazing. So I guess what my takeaway is, is that we, you know, looking at um, ourselves holistically is so very important. And what we know is that, you know, the marriage of Eastern and Western philosophies are coming along, but we're, we're still now in the primary uh, phases and to recognize that blocked emotions um, are there. We, our body stores emotions. We know that that's been proven. And then of course, 
we that impacts our energy um, and we are all energetic beings and to yeah. recognize that some of these things that Tammy talked about today have been amazing I've tried um, most of them and you know I when I was um, having some struggles uh, last year and it's been made an amazing uh, impact on my life so the step is to just think what am I experiencing um, and what do I need? What small step could I take to really kind of take a hold of my my health and to go from there? So again, uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're needing anything um, uh, of a mental health and wellness nature, you, uh, you can reach me at roxanderhodge.com and uh, I can, we can go from there. Ta thanks again, Tammy. Thank you so much, Roxanne. I really appreciate it. Right. It means the world. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxanderhajcom slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.